Hold one. Arm drag. Brett screwed Brett. It's me, Austin. I did it for the rock. Oh, shut your mouth, you thong wearing fatty. Number four, arm bar. I am Sir Michael Cole. What? Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, your host, Taryn, and I am joined as always by Jamie and the return, the returning Daniel and Joseph. What's up, Oos? What's up indeed? Right. Very well. How are you two? Yeah, man. Really good. Well recharged. Had a week off from the pod. Got to you listen to you off. guys as well. You know, really good. Got, got... second in the quiz again. Yeah, man. You came second in the quiz we again. We, second, we did yeah. say that. We did say that. We said, oh, Dan and John will be out the quiz coming second again. We did but... win a bottle of wine, though. So Is that so not good. second like four or five weeks in a row? No, we, we came uh, second again the week before that and then first the week before that. So we're consistent. We're in the top three. And there's like 20 people in the pub participating. So we're doing quite well. And we do have a 50-quid bar tab. And we've got a deaf person on our team who quizzes anyway. So happy days. Well, hang on. So are the questions written down or do you It's like one of these ones. They, they come up on the... I can't sign language yet. I will do. But it's, it comes right. up on the television screen and he reads it. But sometimes he doesn't know his um, levels. So sometimes he'll say the answer. Be like, Paris. And you're like, oh, great. Thanks, mate. And some other times he'll be like, Paris. And then he'll just <laughs> tell the entire, <laughs> the entire pub will know the answers. Like, yeah, cheers, dude. Brilliant. Fantastic. Well, yeah, you. so you two, uh, like you say, rightly had a week off last week. We were joined by Josh from CWE last week, Championship Wrestling Entertainment. I trust you two listened to the episode. How how did you guys find it? Because we've had some really good listener um, feedback. We've had some really good download and streaming numbers um, on that episode. So, again, we, me and Jamie pass our thanks on to Josh again um, and wish him all the best for CWE and for his upcoming fight or flight event which me and jb will be attending but how, how did you guys find it having a having a listen in rather than being on the show it's definitely different he's but he's got some very ambitious plans and you know all power to him good luck to him that's what i say I, I really enjoyed it um it was nice to see how starting from an idea um that you've had uh with a friend or a relative and then developing it actually into something buying your own ring and I saw on, um, I think it was on Twitter today, where they're actually setting the ring up as well. Um, so mm. it's exciting to see how it's all going ahead. And certainly when you guys go and watch it as well, it'd be good to see how the first show goes. But um, there seems to be a lot of energy, a lot of positivity in it. There's a lot of support behind it as well. I think he's got a great vision. And to be fair, we were listening to the podcast on the road. We drove from South Wales all the way to Cheltenham. Uh, but we just stuck it on in the car. And the, the hour and a half journey up to Cheltenham flew by listening to you guys. Got to be fair, I was thoroughly entertained. Fantastic. Yeah, no, it was a great episode, and I know Jamie will concur with this, but we really enjoyed doing it. Lovely, yeah. but I bet you guys are like really um, craving a good quiz now at the end of this podcast. You really, really, really want to be asking questions. Well, this, is, this questions. is the thing. See, th- this is the thing. We didn't have the quiz last week, obviously, because we had Josh on as our special guest. But I, I was toying with the idea. I was toying with it and thinking, shall I write one? Will there be enough time? Because I know Josh will have plenty to say and fill us in with. But shall, shall, I, shall I test Josh's quizzing knowledge alongside Jamie? Thought against it in the end. 
Um, <laughs> only because I didn't want Josh to outperform Jamie on the quiz and show Jamie well, that was the problem. Aren't you bottom? But all right. Well, um, yeah, but I was going to be the quiz host. But this is the thing as well. Um, sorry to bore some listeners that enjoyed the show when Taryn wasn't on. But Taryn will be later on going through the scores of the pay-per-view prediction and getting that updated table, which I am top of. Well, you say later on, I'm gonna do it now just to get See? it out of that, just out of the way. Because save myself the embarrassment for later. At least then we can all forget about it afterwards. Um, but yes, thank you very much, Jamie, for helming the episode a couple of weeks ago, which was the Crown Jewel uh, reaction. Um, and well, prediction results without any prediction results because I held all the information. So we're going to have a quick run through that now, not to bore everybody. Um, but I did have a listen to the episode. I did listen to everybody's thoughts. Um, yes, I mean my thoughts were what they were. It was all right. It was one of the. It was probably the best crown jewel episode that they've done or event, should I say? Um, but there wasn't much more to say about that. I enjoyed the hell in the cell. The wrong person won. But let's have a look. <laughs> um, so I'm really just going to run through this really quick, guys, because as I say, we, we don't want to bore everybody who's already listened to our Crown Jewel episode from it. But the results were basically a three-way tie between Dan, Joe and Jamie, and then I followed up um, only a point behind, and I'll tell you why it was only a point behind. Um, <laughs> so we had Dan successfully choose Roman Reigns, um, RK Bro, Big E, Goldberg, Edge and Mansoor, Joe, Reigns, Becky Lynch, RK Bro, Big E, Goldberg, Edge and Mansoor, Jamie, Reigns, Becky Lynch, RK Bro, Big E, Goldberg, Edge and Mansoor, and me, I went for Reigns, RK Bro, Big E, Goldberg, Mansoor, However, I also got a point if everybody remembers for six being the only person to successfully pick one of the people in the finals of the King or Queen's tournament. And it was in the Queen's tournament that I successfully said that Dewdrop would be in it, which she was. So I got a point. However, I said she'd win and she didn't. So I don't get the point. So I didn't draw with you all on seven points. You three all got seven points. I got six, which is probably the closest that I've been to you guys for quite a while. Um, the Finn Balor one, though, do we get two points? Oh, we only got what? a point, didn't we? Because he was in it. Because Finn Balor was in the final. We got that, didn't we? Was he in the... Oh, God, he was in the final. No. <laughs> yes, eight <laughs> points. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> you're all on eight points, and I'm a little six. I totally missed that off, didn't I? Of course he was, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You had Finn Balor. Oh, no, I've got this. No, hang on. Right, hang on. Ignore me all. Ignore me all. Right. Joe and Jamie got eight points because of Finn Balor. Yeah? Right? So... But that puts Xavier. I'm I'm, I'm getting to it now. I'm getting to it now. Right. Right. Joe (laughs) is now on... Joe is now on 33 points, right? <laughs> right, Jamie's on 45 points. I'm on 30. Oh, no. This is the thing. Be moved. We <laughs> shall not be no. Moved. 
Arlie's at the wheel. I said Dan was on seven. Arlie's at the wheel. I said Dan was on seven. He's not. He's now on nine because he got a point for saying that Finn Balor was... No, he's He's on ten because he successfully picked Finn Balor and Woods to be in the final. They both were, so that's a point each. And Woods won, so that's a point so he gets three win. points for yeah he did I've got it on here, so it puts down on forty one. So he's still behind Ooh. you, Jamie, by four points. Um, but yeah, it puts him on forty one. So we got there in the end. There's only one more event as well of the year. Well, it puts me on thirty. Well, it you're puts <laughs> Joe on thirty three. It puts Dan on forty one, and Jamie. Just about with four points on 45 points. And as you rightly said, there is only one event left of the year. Survivor WWE Series. WWE event, just yeah. because AEW don't count. That's exactly. Um, TLC has been cancelled. We're going to get onto that in a moment. So, so all yeah, it's all Survivor Series. All I have to do is just pick all of Dan's picks. So no matter what, he can't <laughs> outscore me. <laughs> Well, I assume they're going with the Raw and Smack versus SmackDown theme again this year. So um, I'm just going to have to, in an attempt selfishly to try and build up some points to just win it all in the end, I'm going to have to come up with some sort of extra point bonuses in the end. You get, so, a, you get a 10 points if you correctly predict every elimination in order. <laughs> You get a point for every time that the commentators say supremacy. <laughs> yeah, I'm go- we're going to have to go with something like that. We're going to have to go with um, it's boss time. How many times does Michael Cole say it's boss time? <laughs> um, and how many times does either a combination of Michael Cole and Paul Heyman say the tribal or my tribal chief? <laughs> Sounds like a plan. I'm sure we could bolster these points up somehow. We'll, no. we'll work something into it just so I could get that miraculous 50 point win. Or 50, it'd probably have to be 55 points. Um, You'll just still get how well you points and still go down, much like Blackpool. I'll have you know we're like a point off the playoffs. We were in the playoffs until yesterday. In the Premier League, you got like 40 odd points and still went down. I will still remind, finish bottom. I will remind everybody that it was relegation on the highest points that any team has ever been relegated on in the Premier League. But that's for a different type of podcast. So let's have a look at what's been happening in the world of wrestling news. Has anybody actually watched any wrestling this week, just out of any interest? All, all of the wrestling. Yeah. All, all of the wrestling. wrestling. And how has all of the wrestling been this week? Um, show of the week, probably NXT 2.0. Uh, really enjoying it, all of the different characters, seeing them push some new talents. Uh, but i got to be fair, Raw and SmackDown were both decent. I saw a lot of people on the Twitter sphere, on social media, actually saying that was actually a pretty decent Raw. Um, they're elevating uh, Dijakovic as well as T-Bar. Um, they had a really good no DQ match with Damian Priest, and they're starting to have a few different matches. There was a few, a few little hidden nuggets in there where um, Biggie said to Kevin Owens, "Oh, well, we're not making a Mount Rushmore," and then if, like the crowd didn't get it, but everybody else, everywhere else, went, "Oh my God, he's just referencing he might not be here, and he's going across to AEW." Um, but all in all, good. And I've got to be fair, hidden picks of the week. Um, we've got Noam Dar winning the um, Heritage Cup in NXT UK. And also um, 205 Live and Main Events are, are both showing really good matches um, and always decent watches. And they're 
bolstering you know their new up and coming talent. So all in all, pretty decent. It's been a good week for the wrestling. What did you think of? Because obviously it's been a couple of weeks since it happened. I say a couple of weeks, it was probably last week. But what did you all think of the Halloween Havoc NXT event where it was supposed to be almost like another reset? And basically, I mean, all as far as I'm aware, all the titles changed hands in the apart from the NXT Championship. The majority, uh, Carmelo Hayes's uh, North American didn't and the NXT, right. but the way it was going, it looked like Bron Breaker was going to be picking it up. But we've got an overseas UK tour this weekend and they've got Tommaso Ciampa, Bron Breaker and Sami Zayn in a triple threat match. Um, headline, well, in, in most of their shows, I think they're headlining it with Walter and Cesaro. Uh, that's another match that they've got, but which sounds incredible and I wish it was televised. But I'm mm. sure if it goes over really well they could have walter on smackdown and he could be doing that but yeah with halloween havoc it was a decent show um they didn't do too much gimmick on the fact that it was halloween or halloween havoc they did the spin wheel make the deal bit but it was elevating and pushing new talent and you can see that it's going places and i think i was saying to joe a couple of days ago it's been a case with the night after WrestleMania where we were going, all right, who are they going to call up? Oh, they could call up Bronson Reed. They could call up Undisputed Era. But you didn't really know they'd been there for four or five years. Now it's the case with NXT. You're going, right, Bron Breaker, he's going to be called up out the day after WrestleMania. Raquel Gonzalez, she's going to have a feud with Dakota Kai. She's going to be in the Royal Rumble. You can clearly see that they're building them up just so they can debut onto the roster and churn them out and then get new people like Joe Gacy coming in to yeah. challenge for the title or Odyssey Jones then challenging for the title. So it's nice that we're finally seeing all of these names and they don't have 200 people in a performance centre doing um, CrossFit, waiting, wondering, you know, is it going to be two years until I actually have a match on telly? Now it's the case that it's four weeks. I mean, you look at the Uso's brother. Um, he debuted last week. Um, he had a match this week. And yeah, again, you could probably see him put into that bloodline feud in a year's time. It's It's are coming nice and quick, and it's good that they have refreshed the title um, divisions. They've got new champions, and it means new challenges. It's fresh. Um, you know, I can only commend it. Did they I, actually refer to him as the other Russo? No, no, they're not mentioned. They're saying that he's a, um, a street fighter street from the fighter. island. That's how they're billing him. Just folks, obviously, the whole bomb breaker thing. I've just seen if they'll actually do it with... The other Russo, no, they're not doing it with uh, Von Wagner either. Referencing hmm. that he's Cal Bloom, obviously Matt Bloom's son. Yeah, um, so it seems that like they're staying away from that second it's generation that kind name. of thing. Von have a Wagner. new legacy. Yeah. Why not? Von Wagner. Have a new legacy. Well, they do with Goldust, don't they? Uso and Bron Breaker. What a trio! <laughs> and call themselves Legacy. There's a quiz question. What was um? Can anyone remember the the lineup of Legacy? Yeah, there was yeah, Ma Manu was. as well. That was it, Manu. <laughs> Do you remember him? He was part of Legacy for about three weeks or maybe a month, mm -hmm. and then they soon shipped him off. He was <laughs> dreadful. Um, Manu. Yeah, he's, he was one of. Um, I think he is like a cousin of Roman Reigns or a brother yeah. of Roman Reigns. It was all with that Samoan heritage, that Samoan family, the, the bloodline, effectively, wasn't it? Because it's, it's massive. We got um, a good payoff with it, though, didn't we? We had Randy Orton versus Ted DiBiase Jr. versus Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. We did, and didn't Randy Orton go over, which made no sense, really. Yeah, it but did we, make yeah. sense. He's the best. No, no. <laughs> um, just going back onto NXT, then. You He's the only one that's still in WWE. Let's just put it that way as well. Ted DiBiase is doing God knows what. And Ted DiBiase, I think, is being, Ted DiBiase is being sued, I think. He's the manager. I'm sure he's read in, that. 
he's a business director. Um, he basically has loads of clients, and his dad's a client. Um, if you follow, I follow Ted DiBiase on Facebook, and he's like doing his Facebook page. Like right. uh, Ted DiBiase's got his own coffee, and they've got their own T-shirts and merchandise. I think he's running that sort of thing. Yeah, they misappropriated church. But they basically got the money off the city of Mississippi and said it was for the church Ted DiBiase is like the pastor of. They basically spent <laughs> it on a load of stuff. They couldn't spend it. I know they have to repay it all. Every church has got a price. <laughs> we will say allegedly, of course, allegedly. because nothing has been, um, nobody's been, I don't know if anyone's been officially charged yet, or if it's just mm. allegations, or of course, and I'm sure there'll be court. So we don't know. It is allegedly, but that is certainly the news that is being reported on each other. Hold no further comment from there. But going back to NXT, Bron Breaker, I am glad that he didn't go over. I think I said this to you previously. It'd be too soon to whack the NXT title on someone that's been in the business for, well, I say the business, been on TV for three or four weeks. I do actually think that was the right decision to hold it off. He can squash all the talent now. He can potentially go for the North American title and win that. And he will be NXT champion. I'm just hoping it's not this side of Christmas. They probably need to hold it off until around WrestleMania weekend, whatever takeover they do around WrestleMania weekend, March, April time. Put the title on him then, get him onto the main roster then by this time next year. I think that's better. You can always churn somebody else through till then. And, Joe Gacy. And the, yeah, well, exactly. And then maybe decide what you're going to do with Champa um, then because... You know, one would hope he gets an opportunity on the main roster. However, they are liking doing what their policy is at the moment, and that's getting rid of people in their mid to late 30s. Um, well, he's in his you know, 40s, isn't he? Well, exactly, exactly. So the fact that they've kept him is obviously for the stability of the brand um, and obviously to help with the younger talent, but they had no problem shipping everybody else off. And I hope they don't. I hope they at least give him a year on the main roster and then maybe do what they want to with him afterwards. Look but... what they're doing with Kyle O'Reilly. His contract's up at the end of the month. And will he go? And then he could team up with uh, Mr. Fish and they could reform Red Dragon. Well, Someone exactly. else's contract is up in three months, as referenced on Raw. Yeah, I will put money on it now. Money on it now. You listen to this. Money that he will sign a new contract and remain with the WWE. What are you nice. shaking your head for, Daniel? He's going to AEW. I agree no. with Jamie on this one. No. It's, it's locked in. I'm sorry. He's going. Jamie's so Jamie many. says he's staying. Jamie says he's staying in the WWE. There's been so many references between Kevin Owens and the Young Bucks. There's no way it's not going to Well, they happen. are friends. You are allowed to talk to yeah, friends the only outside one, of work. The, 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 the only one that will stay is Johnny Gorgano. I think he's the only one that you could see him actually stick and then staying around. He is Mr. NXT, and he'll unfortunately never get called up to the main roster. And he might not want to because he's built NXT, and I think he'll always be known as probably arguably the greatest NXT wrestler. Well, we thought that about um, Adam Cole, didn't we? I mean, let's be you know honest, there are... About the boom! <laughs> unless you're Roman Reigns, John Cena... Charlotte Flair? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. But, I mean, unless you're Roman Reigns or John Cena, you're not going to AEW. I still think... I think there's a... Maybe Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch ain't going anywhere. Going Seth Rollins isn't going Seth anywhere. Seth Rollins. An Edge. Now he's back there. And the but I, 
maybe to an extent Randy Orton, I thought at one point he could show his face in AEW, but I do think he's staying now. And I think the only other person, in fact, I think somebody who is more set of staying in WWE, never going to AEW, more than a Charlotte Flair, a Becky Lynch, a Seth Rollins, and a Randy Orton, is The Miz. I honestly think he's yeah. a WWE lifer. He's not going to go anywhere. But well, he's not winning that, the Glitter Ball, though, is he? He's not. He was eliminated no. from Dancing with the Stars. I haven't actually seen any footage of him yet, but I really should do because I heard he's This Melissa well. Joan Hart, now this. What's going on? That's shocking. That's shocking, isn't it? I don't know what more next honey boo boo and whatever her mum's call will be on the mass singer in America. Oh no, wait, she was there in the beach. Spoilers, what if somebody hasn't watched it yet? <laughs> oh, well, dear God. Who's that behind the mask? Who's behind the mask? Is somebody who I work with says it in the wrong tune, the wrong way. <laughs> um, instead of going, "Who's that behind the mask?" He goes, "Who's behind the mask?" And it just makes me laugh. <laughs> um, we really should get this back on track to wrestling, shouldn't we? Uh, but yeah, I um, I, I think whilst there's a chance, I, I just got this feeling Kevin Owens is going to stick around. Nah. Do you think he's ever going to yeah, win? Yeah, you also title? thought Seth Rollins would win the Hell in a Cell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at least there was logic behind I'll that. ask you this question, More logic Tyrone. than moving them both to Raw. Tyrone, will Kevin Owens ever win the WWE title? No. What's the point of sticking win. around then? Will he win the AEW title? No, but then no. Adam Cole won't either. So what's the point of him going to AEW then? Boom! So they can all sit around backstage, eat cookies and play video games because that's what they all want to do. Let's put the bet on now then. Joe, Adam Cole goes to AEW or re-signs with WWE. uh, No, Adam Cole, Kevin Owens. Hey! I take the bet that Adam Cole will sign for AEW in 2021. Joe, where's Kevin Owens going? Probably AEW if he doesn't win anything in the next couple of months. Dan, you're going with AW and Jamie, you're going. Right, so three, three on one. I'll take the £10 each off you when in January or whenever it is, he resigns. And you pay £10 to each of us as well if you're right. I will pay, I will pay a £10 donation to charity. £30 if we're paying 30 quid to I, you. Yeah, that's £10 <laughs> each. Yeah, so you have to pay us £10 each. You I will pay all three of us. £10 to charity. <laughs> and if he resides with WWE, you all have to pay £10 to the Taron Cameron Trust. <laughs> See, I, there's one thing I don't I, I don't think he's going. I don't think he's going to Ring of Honor somehow. <laughs> no, neither do good I. And we are, and we're going to get on to... No, it's not a good segue because we're not there yet. <laughs> oh, the plans are going down the drain. <laughs> um, it, we're only not getting on to Ring of Honor yet because I wanted to play a little game with you oh, that's cool. called Guess How Much, only because they've only announced it in the last half an hour, so I'm hoping you haven't looked, is Guess How Much the top-tier travel package for WrestleMania 38 is... Three and a half grand. That's the game. So, nobody look. Jamie, get off Google, because I can see the collective in your eyes. So, here we go. Good. So, they're calling it the championship package. Is this WWE.com exclusive? No, this is WWE.com. This is not through a travel package or agent or anything like that. The championship package, a maximum of four people. So if there's four of you, you do get a bit of a discount, but the discount is minimal, put it that way. So so we're going to go off it as 
just for one person? How much is it if you're just yeah. going by yourself? Okay. So you get in the championship package. I want your predictions. A ticket for WrestleMania 38, which is a ringside ticket. However, ringside ticket is rows one to five, so you could be on row five. Collectible chair and dedicated VIP entrance, whatever that means. Probably just means you're getting 10 minutes earlier than everyone else. Um, Friday night SmackDown ticket, rows one to five. Fort Worth Stockyards experience with superstars and legends. So that says... Uh, That's like WrestleMania we, Access, isn't it? Yeah. I imagine... No, Well, no, it's not because WrestleMania Access is listed separately for one VIP session and one premium VIP session. Um, you also get Monday Night Raw tickets, rows one to five. You get exclusive WrestleMania gift bag and Ooh. you get WrestleMania Superstar All Access Pass, which is unlock exclusive benefits at the WrestleMania Superstore. You also get travel package concierge. You get the round trip bus transportation <laughs> to WrestleMania. And you get four nights at the Dallas downtown area hotel. So you get all of that. But let me reconfirm what the Fort Worth Stockyards experience what about Hall of Fame? is. And what about flights? Hall no, of Fame. Um, thingy. You'll have to get your flights separately. They your flight. So your flights are separate. And what's interesting here is there is no, no Hall of Fame included in the championship package. Is make your mind upon that. Okay, make your mind upon that. There is also no NXT event included in this. And the Fort Worth Stockyards experience is step into the historic district of the Fort Worth Stockyards and witness the world's only twice daily longhorn cattle drive. <laughs> Afterwards, visit the world's largest honky-tonk for authentic Texas barbecue and an Old West photo experience, transportation included. <laughs> so all of that, but as I say, it is worth noting there is no Hall of Fame ticket included in this main championship package. Now, there are other packages. There's a VIP package, which probably has something less. There's a platinum package, which, again, will probably be another thing not included as well. Um, but and there's a yeah, gold you, You'll go further back as well. You'll, yeah, like, obviously not exactly. Really there's a gold, a silver, and a bronze package. But what I want to know is, is the championship package, which, again, I will reiterate, has none of these packages include the Hall of Fame. So Hall of Fame is just going to be for the wrestlers. So Hall of Fame is either just for the wrestlers, weirdly enough, or it's just going to be a, start, a separate thing that you've got to pay for, Oh, there's going to be no Hall of Fame next year, which I'm sure there will be. Give me your predictions, or predictions, give me your guesses, should I say. How much, and I'll start with Joe, why not, is a championship package ticket for one person for everything that I mentioned there? Just one person who said one, one ticket. That's one person for WrestleMania, Raw, SmackDown, Stockyards Experience, Access Ticket, Superstore All Access Pass, Gift Bag, Travel Package Concierge, Round Trip Bus Transportation, and Four Nights Accommodation at a Hotel. So again, no flights included and no Hall of Fame included. I'm going to say at least... Eight grand. 
eight. This is in dollars as well. I'll say. So you're going yeah, to oh, eight eight thousand dollars. Yeah, eight thousand dollars. Joe is going for Dan. What are you going for? Five and a half thousand dollars. Jamie, what are you going for? Because it's ringside as well, you got to think it's going to be a little bit more. So I'm going to say ten. Ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars. The price for one person is ten thousand nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So let's call it eleven thousand dollars. Are they having a laugh? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. The the bro- <laughs> to put that into perspective, the bronze package which is WrestleMania ticket in the seating 100-level corner club, Um, Friday night SmackDown ticket in the end zone 100-level, Monday night Raw ticket in the end zone, and travel package concierge. Taryn, I've just just brought it up on my phone, this. Yeah. If you look at that bronze, there's an important thing you're missing there. Well, I'm going to get onto that now because, of course, WrestleMania this year is a, a next year is again a two night event. So you are getting both nights WrestleMania with the bronze package. Um, you get WrestleMania um, on either the Saturday night or the Sunday, and your bus transportation is Saturday night or Sunday. Um, so you don't and, get both, and your hotel accommodation is two, is two nights. That is. A thousand dollars per person. That's how do you have two nights? Because they're for Friday night SmackDown, then Monday night Raw. How? <laughs> and WrestleMania. <laughs> well, obviously that's in between, but I mean, you're going to be there Friday night and Monday night. See, for eleven grand, you could go on a round the world cruise. But think of it this way: What if you go to Friday night SmackDown on the first? Um. WrestleMania on the Saturday and Monday Night Raw, or you could go Friday Night SmackDown, WrestleMania on the Sunday and Monday Night Raw, but then you've only got two nights hotel when you're going to need at least four nights. See, if I was going to go over there, you'd want to do everything. Like, I haven't done a WrestleMania, but you'd want to make sure you... I wouldn't be too bothered about the Friday SmackDown, but if you're over there anyway, and then you've got the weekend, you do the... The Saturday, the Sunday, the Raw on the Monday, the SmackDown, and then come back. It tells you on here, with this package, you don't get Raw and SmackDown. You get one or the other. Your two-night hotel is either Friday night, oh, SmackDown, on the Saturday night, package. WrestleMania. Oh, on the bronze No, bronze. It's yeah. Friday night, SmackDown, and Saturday night, WrestleMania, or Sunday night, WrestleMania, Monday night, Raw. Well, what you want to do, really, is you want to do the gold package, I think. The gold package is both nights, WrestleMania... Friday Night SmackDown, Monday Night Raw, WrestleMania Access tickets, travel package concierge, bus trip for Saturday and Sunday, and four nights hotel. And that is, if all four of us were going, see, this works out better. For one person, it's $2,725. But if all four of us went, it's $1,975 for all that. So it's two grand. Wow. Well, I suppose. I mean, they've got British companies that do equivalents as well, and they're roughly about two and a half to three. So there's definitely some competitive things out there. I mean, or I, when it's WrestleMania... And just do what you want. Yeah. WrestleMania is April the 2nd and April the 3rd. I will not be attending because my wife is pregnant and our baby is due on, <laughs> April, on April... What are we having this conversation for? <laughs> on April the 5th. 
So my baby this couldn't really podcast before that. Booking our WrestleMania. Oh, no, what if I'm watching Mania on Saturday or Sunday and the baby comes a couple? Of you days have to early. name the baby after who is wrestling or who wins. You have to. <laughs> well, who wins the main event? So my baby's going to be either called Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar. No, so like when <laughs> when like. <laughs> When it's like, oh no, we need to go to the hospital, and so they've got Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. So if it's a good, be like, oh, is Ronda or Charlotte, whichever one it won, or you know, or if it's a, call it Rousey, or if your baby's a boy, then it would be Charlie or Ronald. <laughs> Congratulations, it's it's a boy. Please welcome Biggie Cameron, <laughs> a Tory. A Tory Cameron. Tory Cameron, yeah. Oh dear me. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's your that's your price as well. Done, Jamie. You were the closest on the on what was it called the championship package. Um, I mean, no Jesus, ten grand. No, no mean, further points. Yeah. You don't get any points on the prediction for that. Well, on that note, I don't you don't need it. On that <laughs> gold package, which probably worked out the best, a couple of grand each. If four people were, you sit. On the central rises, rows six plus for WrestleMania, SmackDown, and SmackDown and Raw um, is on the central 100 level. So it sounds like they'd be decent tickets, but obviously not ringside. Yeah, you're obviously on that little bit of a slant just after the ringside, after the seated at like. You usually have the seated area, which is flat. Then it starts going yeah. up a little bit. You'll be on that raised bit. But you don't know where that could be, right all the way near the entrance. Could be all the way behind the commenter desks. You don't know, do you? This is why, why I think you... it's just best to just book it yourself. Just go on Ticketmaster straight away and book your own tickets. Why would you go for Why would you go for two nights hotel accommodation just for WrestleMania on the Saturday and Sunday, but not have hotel on Friday and Monday for a SmackDown and Raw, when if four people were going, it's £1,500, $1,550 for just two nights, but then just short of $2,000 for four nights hotel. You might as well pay the extra 500 quid and have all four nights in just a hotel. Just go out on the Friday night and get back in early hours. You don't need to sleep then. Sleep on a bench yeah. in, the, in the park in an LA. There's bound to be a park in, where is it? Is it in LA? Or where? Just go to, go to a bar. Texas, yeah, sleep in a nice Texas park. Be boiling, not or a barn. Find a barn. It's fine. Find a barn. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like when barn place. You know when um, <laughs> you know when people think of British people and they think we just sit around all day drinking tea. You know, <laughs> we just think that Texas is full of bars. People just live in barns in Texas. Well, you've been like you know, like they're saying that rest, not uh, WrestleMania, but wrestling events coming to Cardiff. Um, hopefully, one of the September ones on the calendar. Well, yeah. if that's if that's the case, and they're like, "Oh, do we need to get a hotel on their Friday night?" It's like, no, just go Chippy Alley. Like, if you've been on like out <laughs> in Cardiff, the clubs are open till five o'clock in the morning. The shops, McDonald's is open at half past five, so you literally go McDonald's, then the shops open at eight nine. Don't need to sleep. Job done. Well, we might as well get onto that now. Then now you mentioned that because the pay per view schedule was released. Obviously, it was noted that Mania is two nights again, um, which we've confirmed there. There's no TLC this year, as we mentioned. So Survivor Series is going to be the last event of the year this month, I believe, in November, if I'm right in saying that. Um, and then we're going to effectively have a break, probably a well-needed break from WWE pay-per-views anyway, in December. And then day one, January the 1st, that god-awful name, day one. is Day one-ish. First event of the year on January the 1st. Um for WWE, and then 
all of us certainly in the UK were looking, you know, is SummerSlam going to be in the UK? Because that was, whilst it wasn't a massively, you know, it wasn't a massive rumour, it was slightly rumoured that SummerSlam was going to be in the UK for the anniversary celebrations. And of course it's not. I lost my head now where it's where it is. But there is those dates in September that are currently not occupied by any event or country. And that is rumoured, and Dave Meltz has reported it after a few of the dirt sheets, that that's going to be the rumoured UK pay-per-view. And by God, I hope it is. Come into Cardiff. So, if it is, yeah, like we've mentioned before, it's rumoured to be Cardiff, South Wales, because of the roof that can close. Of course, Wembley Stadium is also a rumoured one. However, that is going to be open, and that is September. And sometimes in September, we always seem to get that week in September, weirdly, that summer kind of finishes in August, it goes a bit cold, and then we seem to have a bit of a heat wave for a week in September that has happened in the last few years. And then it goes cold and wet and rainy again. And just, you know, it's bound to be cold and wet and rainy if they have it in Wembley. So the safest bet probably would be a retractable roof arena. And, you know, that is that is Cardiff. Because where else, you know, where else has a, a decent-sized arena or stadium with a retractable roof? I don't know if any others do, do they? What about Fulham? Fulham Football Club? You could do it there, can they? Well, I think AW may very well be having that. And let's be honest, that ain't got no retractable roof, that. <laughs> Dear God. So they really need to pick their days to AEW when it comes to that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, do we think it's going to be Cardiff? Yes, it's going to be Cardiff. We're going to be there. It's going to be an excellent evening. And what's the event going to be called? Um, Castle Club Mania. I don't know. <laughs> well, we well, all said British Invasion originally, didn't we? Or they might just bring back Rebellion. That is, that is the yeah. biggest indie name I've ever heard, though. British Invasion. They can't call it that. What if it's, what if it's Crown Jewel? Hang on. No, what if it is what if Crown Jewel? What if it's Homecoming? Because you could have Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia again, but have Crown Jewel in the UK this time because of the crown, the royalty, the queen. Nah. I'm gonna, right, I'm gonna, no, I'm putting it out there. It's gonna go alongside my Kevin Owens ten pound bet for an extra ten pound. The Saudi Arabia show at the beginning of the year will be Super Showdown, and then it'll be Crown Jewel in the UK. What do you think, Joe? I think because it's real, so I'll call it George and the Dragon. George and the Dragon. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like it'll be all like medieval things. So obviously Cardiff's a big castle, and Wales is famous for dragons, so it'll be medieval things. This Jamie's is WWE we're talking about. Yeah, so Crown Jewel. No, the this Crown is WWE we're talking Jack. about. I mean, they can't even pronounce half of the cities or towns in the UK. Boring now. So they're go- they're gonna call it Highlander because Drew McIntyre's from the UK, <laughs> even though it's, it's yeah, it's not in Scotland; it's in Wales, probably. Yeah, just a ten-minute drive from Glasgow. <laughs> yeah, on a plane. <laughs> when they said they were in London, they're like, "Yeah, Neville's just lives just up the road. Short drive, just up the road in Newcastle, Palm sure. Plain." All right. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's a seven-hour drive. I'm, uh, I'm having a look online to see if anybody else has come up with any ideas for UK pay-per-view names. Would you be happy with Insurrection or Rebellion? I mean, I would, but I don't think I don't think they will. I don't think they'll go down that 
route again because they tend to be kind of like phasing that out, don't they? But you've got Judgment Day, you've got Unforgiven, you've got loads of these in the bucket that they could pull out. London Taboo Tuesday. Yeah, London calling, it'll probably be called if it's in... Even though it's in Cardiff. Yeah, well, yeah, like like Dam said, they'll call it Highland. (laughs) Um, Well, we await that with bait and breath anyhow, don't we? What if after all this it's not a UK pay-per-view? What if they go, no, there's been another lot... Well, it's going to be on the Isle of Wight instead. It could be just it. It might just be Super Showdown. Didn't they do that in Australia? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that was my idea behind Crown Jewel, the Crown Jewel Jack, the Crown Jewel Jack, because of the royalty side of things. The thing is, though, that I think there's a scheduled Saudi Arabia event for towards the beginning of the year. I want to say got two. Or, I think. Well, I think there's one in November, which probably will be Crown Jewel again, just like this one, or October, just like it has been. There's one. February, March, April time. British Royal Rumble. And I think that's going to be Super Showdown. You can't have two Royal Rumbles right after each other, though. Yeah, that'll be Super Showdown in um, Saudi Arabia like it has been previously. It'll be a super king of Saudi. It'll be to become a sheik. It'll be the the sheik of the (laughs) As long as Hogan's there and whatever the event's called, he hosts it and he says the word Jack after the event, then I'll be a happy... Happy man. Take the my Queen's money. Royal Rumble, Jack. <laughs> the um, there is some rather. I say I say sad news because we do wish him well. No. But there was some rather big news, should I say, this week? Um, that had to effectively change the plans for Dynamite for the number one contenders title tournament. Um, John Moxley has entered a, an alcoholic rehab. Um, yeah, that kind of came out of the blue because. As far as I'm aware, nobody knew that he was going through issues on that one. Um, yeah, your thoughts, guys? I mean, um, it's obviously the wellness policy is there for a reason, and obviously he's been. I don't know what this, his history is, but I know I've heard on the Stone Cold podcast and stuff before. I know he had like a rough childhood. I don't know if that got into it, and obviously he's had issues in the past. And obviously, he can't control himself anymore. And by what, um, by the tweet of Tony Khan and all the stuff I've seen on Twitter, he's gone in on his volition. He hasn't been put in there. He's kind of gone. Oh, I've got a bit of a problem here. I need to sort myself out. Which, which is obviously a good thing. So I, I think the, the end of the day with it is we don't know the ins and outs of it, why, why he's checked in, um, what's happened in the past. You know, that's the past. But, uh, you know, it's an indication that if you need help, then you seek and you get help. And I think it's going to show and encourage a lot more people who do need to get help in many areas, mental health, um, alcohol, drug addictions, many different avenues. It'll show that, you know, if John Moxley, one of the biggest wrestlers in the world, can go out and get help if he needs it. It's showing that other people can do the same. And it, it is highlighting to everybody that, you know, you can seek help if you need it. And, you know, good on him that he's highlighted it and gone, actually, I need to take I need to take a step back. I need to have some mox time. And I need to check in and get myself well. And he'll come back and he'll come back stronger. And he's got a good support system, a really good group of friends around him, you know, a loving family behind him and a company that really cares about him as well. Um, so we wish him all the best. And, you know, it, it doesn't matter really what happened in the past. What's happening now in the future is that he's focusing on making sure that he, he can be the best John Moxley possible. And he's obviously highlighted an area where 
um, he needs just to get a little bit of help with and the company being really supportive. And, you know, I think it is the right thing and it, it will encourage others to seek help if they need it as well. No, absolutely. And we echo that. We do wish him well. I did see that did his autobiography come out in, have you seen that in America this week? Yeah, I tried to get it in the UK. Um, it comes out on Amazon um, in the UK on December 9th. You can pre-order it now, but I think you can get okay. samples already and it might come out on Kindle a bit before, but I'm going to be getting it and it comes out I've on hardback on the 9th. With, I've seen the excerpt with John Mox, uh, John Moxley, Brody Lee, rather, should I say, oh. Brody Lee. Where, it's in the uh, Kevin Dunn one. That's fun. <laughs> no, what's that? <laughs> Basically just says how much of a dick he is. <laughs> well, we know that. There's <laughs> loads of stuff going on about Kevin Dunn. Apparently there was a fire in WWF like 30 years ago and he saved some tapes and was told he's got a job for life. A job for life, is saving heard the tape that, yeah. library. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, there has to be a reason he's there because like we've said many times before, if he worked elsewhere and what he does, he wouldn't have a job. But um, there's loads of little things about Mox. But um, Mox's podcast um, was well, sorry, Mox was on Jericho's podcast this week, and he talks all about the book. And he said that it's one of the most unedited books, uh, wrestling books, has been released. Like there's some bits that were checked for grammar and things, but it was generally released of like his thoughts and feelings. And it's he doesn't like his memoirs to an extent, isn't it? He's literally he's jotting down right in a diary. But he doesn't go, oh, I went here and I did this match, and then I moved on and I did this match. He's basically just going like, oh, I think he said one chapter is him talking about how to make a sandwich, and then another chapter is talking about you know Brody's past, sad passing. Another chapter is talking about like his movement from WWE to AEW. Um, how another chapter is how he met Renee. I think they said there's like 27 chapters, but it seems really interesting. And it's written, apparently when you read it, it's written like you'd imagine John Moxley would say it to you. So I'm really excited yeah. to read it because a lot of WWE books that I've read, now Brett, you guys might disagree with me, but Bret Hart's autobiography is one of the worst ones I've ever read. Chris Jericho is undisputed. Um, or the first one Chris Jericho released is the best one I've ever read. Yeah. Um, so this one, it seems like it's completely different. And apparently um, he spoke to Daniel Bryan, who had a WWE autobiography, and said, shall I do one with WWE? He's like, no, worst thing I ever did. But a small publishing company approached Mox to do this one. Um, and he's had loads of control on it. Jericho uh, helped and gave him as a producer to help um sort of sorted out as well so it seems to be well put together and he um, got a photography friend to help get him the cover photo so I, i'm really excited to read the whole thing and by the sounds of it it's going to be one of these ones these clickbait things that a lot of these um dirt sheets use we're going to be yeah. seeing it for weeks clickbait oh moxley doesn't like going to subway or Mo moxley yeah, hates like, traveling on trains and it's gonna be clickbait there's a there's a quote here that says, don't, sm don't smoke crack. I'll describe it for you now, just so curiosity doesn't get the better of you. And just goes on to describe the feeling of smoking crack. And then he, he's put at the bottom of this page a joke that Claudio told me. I had a dream. I swam in an ocean of orange soda, but it was just a fantasy. Hey. <laughs> I like that. There you go. If you ever need a plug, it's worth buying just for that. Available now on Amazon. Yeah, but literally, yeah. there's a line in there where he just says, fuck Kevin Dunn. <laughs> hey, he's got my purchase. That's enough for I'll me. I'll send it to you in the chat so you can look Lovely. at it later. Lovely. Well, yes, we do. We wish him all the best. Um, yes. Right then, just one last piece of discussion before we move on to our lovely quiz that i hope joe has present uh, got sorted for this week i suppose one yeah. of the big pieces of news in the last week is the news about ring of honor 
and I know, Dan, you've got some um, points you want to make on this one, but effectively, Ring of Honor are, well, I say calling it quits. This, it, it's, it's, a, it's a strange one. I don't really think they know themselves what, what's going on with things. They've effectively announced that they're you know, pulling their television deals, they're, they're pulling everything, basically, and they're, they're going to have a final show at the end of this year. And then they're calling it quits, and that's effectively the end. And they're releasing all of the, all of their talent from their contracts, everybody. But then they've said that they effectively hope to, well, for want of a better term, reboot the company around April time. Our thoughts on this? I mean, I'll give you my sense on this. I I think it's wishful thinking the reboot, and I think that's whether or not they're just saying that, or whether or not it's just wishful thinking they're intending to do so I, I unfortunately think this is it now I think if you're, you don't release all your talent, all of them to reboot the company because then there's in a few months time, because then there's no guarantee that that said talent is going to resign or indeed you're going to be able to sign the calibre of people that you want to, even if they won't resign, other people um, you're not going to have the calibre of people to resign necessarily because everybody's gone to WWE, Impact AEW or just moved on to another independent scene, but not in the area anymore. Uh, yeah, I mean, do you want to kick us off, Dan? It was quite some shocking news, really. Yeah, I was quite surprised. I think I screenshot it and sent it to you straight away because Ring of Honor has been one of these. Um, it was, you know, it was the end independent. It's established so many superstars from your Samoa Joe's, your Dan O'Brien's, CM Punk's, Roderick Strong's, kind of Riley's. They've all gone through their the Bucks, Cody, they all established themselves. Um, but a brief history with them, they got signed to the Sinclair Network. Um, but essentially, Sinclair, I'm not sure if they've sold it or they've got rid of it or basically said they're cutting ties, um, but their TV deal uh, is being affected. And they've got final battle at the end of the year. So they're doing a load of tape-ins, um, getting that all done. But they basically said, you know, you can, we need you to do final battle, but you can pretty much go and get bookings and go work somewhere else now if you want, just to help us produce these final shows. Um, a lot of people have said, well, why don't they do like an Impact kind of deal where Impact do six weeks worth of tape-ins in a weekend in a warehouse and then they don't have to worry for two, three months. They can go off and do other things. So they, there's been rumours around like keeping it like that. But I think they've said that they want to stop and repackage themselves and see how they're going to go ahead. I mean, you look at Ring of Honor in the mid-2000s. Ring of Honor was in the movie The Wrestler. Um, you know, heavily shown in that, and they they were used to help produce that movie. You know, our troop was there at the time uh, and was wrestling. There was several like up and coming stars you can see in the background. But you look at the talent with Ring of Honor right now. Um, there's talent like Joe Hendry, uh, the Scottish guy who's in World of Sport. Um, I saw him post a video basically saying who saying who wants to sign me. That guy would be incredible in an impact. I know he's been there before. AWWE. Um, he he can go anywhere. You've got the Briscoes, eleven-time tag team champions. You know they're not going to be hanging around too long. They're going to get extra. Sorry, Joe. FDR. What about them? Oh, he said that they're going to face FDR. Ah, oh, fair enough. Um, but then you've got um Bandito as well, the current champion. Apparently, he's already been signed up to a few shows. Um, I don't know if it's MLW or no, it's uh, GCW. He's going to be on the next GCW event, so he's already been signed up. Um. There's, uh, what's her name, uh, Quinn, the backstage uh, um, interviewer. She's really good. She'll get snapped up wherever. So there's so many names that you know. There's Roosh as well. Um, you're thinking, where, where's Roosh going to go? He's um, established at Andrade El Igolo. Um, all of these massive stars, so you think in, they could have moved somewhere else. Where are they going to go now? It's exciting to see because those sort of talents, they're not going to hang around for long. They are going to get snapped up. 
But a ring of honor could just go back to grassroots. They could just be a training center. Um, you know, somebody like a Daniel Bryan or a Bobby Fish who want to help and start a wrestling promotion or um, an academy to teach people how to wrestle. It's a great opportunity for somebody to step in and, and do that sort of thing. So I, I don't think the name Ring of Honor is going to disappear forever um, like other sort of wrestling promotions because, you know, CM Punk mentioned it on his debut in AEW. He's like the last time I wrestled professionally was in Ring of Honor. So everybody knows it really well. I think they will do sort of a reunion show. But ultimately, the one thing that I want to see happen is I want WWE to get their tape library. Because if they get their tape library, they got Samoa Joe, Daniel Bryan, Bobby Fish, all of these competitors, all of these people who've been in Ring of Honor. They've got that tape library uh, and they can release it then. And I think that is the deal to watch Very who gets point, that tape yeah. library. No, a very good point. It'd be great to see then all the documentaries and even, you know, even just simple things like using clips when they have um, broken school sessions and things like that, um, you know, for past people. So interesting news, slightly shocking, but we do wait and see what happens with it. And like Joe said, you know, you look at the dream matches, FTR versus the Briscoes, take my money, be brilliant. Ban yeah. A Bandito versus a really good cruiserweight. Brilliant. Even like a Joe Hendry versus someone like a Drew McIntyre. I'd love to see that. Match. Boom, 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 boom. And Drew McIntyre's in my room. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to WWE. Hi, There's one guy called Dan Housen as well that you need to. Dan Housen! Um, he's like a guy, he's dressed up like Count Dracula, but he refers to himself um, in the third person and he adds Housen onto the, Housen onto the end of his. He's like Fun Housen. Um, friend Housen, um, um, he did a podcast with Jericho, um, he called him um, Chris Judas, and he refers to him <laughs> as the third person all the time. I want, I want everybody, after listening to this episode, or even everybody on here, after recording this episode, to go onto YouTube uh, or download uh, the Jim Cornette experience or Jim Cornette's drive-through episode. I can't remember what it is, but if you go on YouTube, you can Google it. And Dan Housen does some cameos towards Jim Cornette, and Jim <laughs> Cornette is in absolute tears. It's hilarious to listen to. And the one thing he says is, is he refuses to watch any Dan Housen wrestling matches because he knows if he watches them, he'll be disappointed, and then he'll have to shit on him for um, the wrestling <laughs> ability. Um, so he doesn't want to. He's just quite happy listening to the promos and the cameos, and that will do for him. <laughs> but no, that's hilarious. Oh, Dan Housen, right. Joe, shall we quiz it? So we finish off this week's episode with the return of the quiz. Yeah, Pete. So did I you point thought... on from last time? Um, I oh the the one point, uh, the yes. the one point itself. Let me just have a look and see Which if I means did. Which means Joe on the tide. Uh, yes, no. Joey's on six points. So Dan's on fifteen. Jamie's on ten. Joey's on six. I am on. Five. However, it will be back to a tie after this. What have you got for us this week, Joe? So, see this Survivor Series coming up on the 21st of, of November. Um, I've got Survivor Series quiz. All questions to do with Survivor Series. Lovely. Right, let's go for it. Ten questions, I would assume. Yeah, ten questions. Lovely. Question number one. Thoughts? What year was the first Cyber Series. Okay. okay. Question number two. The Elimination Chamber debuted at Survivor Series. In what year? 
Question number three. The Rock debuted at Survivor Series, but what name did he come in for the WWE under? Okay. We're on a roll there, boys. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Question number four. Where is this year's Survivor Series being held? Uh, give you a point for City and the Arena. Point each. City and the Arena? All right. Yeah, so I'll give you a point for the City. I'll give you a point for the Arena. I'm sure I know this because I listened to Sam Roberts' podcast and he said the name of the stadium really weird. Like, it's a brand, but it's not how British people would say the brand. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. And it really made me cringe and it's stuck in my head and I woke up at three in the morning going, sorry, what? <laughs> Question number five. Who has the most Soul Survivor Series victories? What's the star? I hope they don't do that thing this year where they go, your sole survivors are, and then they name three people. Name everybody, like, even the people that got eliminated. And <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like if you're a sole survivor, you're one person. You can't have sole survivors because it's contradictory. That's the thing that annoys me with that pay per view so much. I hate things like that, really. Like like the dark, you know, the British band The Darkness? Yeah. You sing. Um, They've got another song as well that really, really boils my piss of what it's called because it Christmas makes time. no sense. No, the other one, the only other hit they had, One Way Ticket. Because the line back. is, yeah. One Way Ticket to Hell and Back. Well, that's a return. That's not a one way ticket. If you're coming back, that's a return. Oh, that really annoys me. Anyway, sorry, Joe. <laughs> that's okay. In 2015, Roman Reigns had the most matches in one night in the Survivor Series. But how many matches did he have in one night? I don't even remember that. I remember. I remember. Right. <laughs> I don't need to name the opponents, do I? Uh, I, no, I know. Just just tell me how many matches there were. Lovely. Uh, question number seven. There is only one rematch in the history of Survivor Series, but which competitors face each other twice? What, is this in the same night? No, so they had a match at one Survivor Series, and then they had a rematch at another Survivor Series. Who are the two people that faced each other? Oh, Does that make sense? It makes sense, but I don't know the answer. Can you give us a sort of decade? So the match yeah. first happened in nineties, and it, they had the rematch in the two thousands and yeah two thousands. So it happened in the nineties, and then they had the rematch in the two thousands. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, thank you. Lost me on that. That's a good question. I'm just going to make something up that I know is not right. Okay. When I tell you the answer, you can kick yourself. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Um, question number eight: What is what is the name of the bear-like creature who first appeared at Survivor Series? The bird-like. Bird-like creature. That's yeah, a big, right, that's that's a big a, yeah. clue. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. For God's sake, if you did, if you didn't get that, Tavin, it came up on my Facebook wall. You sent it me a few years ago. <laughs> the return, and the best thing is, it said the thirty-year anniversary. So that's how I know the answer to when the first one was. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, 
Uh, question number nine. How many Survivor Series were held outside of the USA, America? How many were held outside the USA? Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, question number 10. Nice and easy. What American holiday does usually... Uh, sorry, what American holiday does Survivor Series usually fall on? Lovely. Right. That's got to be king. Okay. Has everyone answers? Yes. Okay, yeah. question number one. Hang on, I think I got I think I've just got number seven because I just said something in my head then. Right, okay, sorry, go yeah. on. Uh question number one, which first survivor series, Dan? Nineteen eighty nine. Taron? Eighty six. Jamie? Eighty seven. Jay's correct, nineteen eighty seven. Oh, that's a blah blah blah. It's only because of that Facebook memory yesterday, Taryn. Thank you. He returned. <laughs> Question number two. The Elimination Chamber debuted at Survivor Series in what year, Taryn? The best ever Elimination Chamber match, 2002. Dad? 2002. Jamie? 2002. Correct. 2002. Question number three. The Rock D at Survivor Series, but in what name, Dan? Rocky Malvia. Yes. TV. Rocky Malvia. Malvia, um, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Rocky Malvia. Yeah, Rocky Malvia, that's correct. Question number four, where is this year's Survivor Series being held, Jamie? I just put State Farm Arena, Kansas City. Dan? The Nissan Arena. Uh, Taron. I have no idea. I said LA, so I said Nissan. Uh, Los Angeles Lakers. It's Nissan. Um, uh, arena. <laughs> I don't know. Right. So the Nissan team in Exit this year's Cyber Series is being under the Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York in the Barley Center. Oh, N- is it really? Nissan. Oh, Nissan. Can we just point Nissan's out that it's not. Year. Can we just point out it's Nissan? Not <laughs> ni- to any American viewers listening, it's Nissan. It's not Nissan. It's Nissan. Nissan. Honestly, so it's in Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, Brooklyn, New York is the Barclays. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, the Barclays. Cool. Yeah, lovely. Question number five: Who has the most soul survivor victories? Uh, Taron. Randy Orton. Dan. Randy Orton. Uh, Gene. I also had Randy Orton. Correct, Randy Orton. Uh, question number six. In 2015, Roman Reigns had the most matches in one night Survivor Series. How many matches did he have in one night, Dad? Three. Darren? I said three because I thought four would be too much and it's obviously not going to be two. <laughs> Same logic as Taron. Just went for three. <laughs> Correct, three. Wasn't it where each member of the Shield won a world title in one night? Yeah, I think so. That's it, yeah. So, Karen, in two thousand, uh, there was only one rematch in the history of Survivor Series. What is it? What's the match? I have no idea. I just when I said before, oh, I think I've got it. It's only because I've said something in my head. I was trying to think of which two wrestlers would have been around in the late nineties that could have had a match, and again in the mid two thousands. So I just said Kane versus the Undertaker, but I don't even know if that's right. Same. <laughs> I put Kane Undertaker as well. No, it's Brett versus Sean, Montreal Screwjob. 
So, uh, Brett and Sean faced each other like in 96 or something in the And then um, they then had a rematch in Cyrus Series like 2013, 14, something like that. Oh, fair enough. When? Brett versus Shawn Michaels? No. Yeah. So, that was one of the facts I could. I searched like facts about Cyrus Series. Like, they said Brett Hart versus Shawn Michaels is the only rematch to happen at Survivor Series. I I can test that greatly. <laughs> I, I believe the internet. Greatly. I believe the internet. No, it's not me. Survivor Series. Rubbish. Absolute <laughs> rubbish. I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming the Survivor Series, Brett versus Shawn Michaels. They face each other in 92 and 97. So, yeah, it's just a, all in the 90s then. <laughs> not yeah, so not in the 2000s. Oh, sorry. I know no, no, that's all right. That wasn't, no, 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 you're all right, because that wasn't the question, though. You, that was Jamie asking, wasn't it? Saying, no, it was Dan. Oh, I didn't ask for a year. Sorry. I said, don't ask for a year, because it'll throw us off. But it is The worst true. part is, I would have got a point if you were doing it, because I said Sean versus Triple H. I would have got Sean Michaels. No. The main important thing, but then is, you said nineties. I thought they never faced each other. In the the main thing is that we've all got question eight correct. Question eight: What's the bird-like creature who visited the Survivor Series? Jamie, the gobbledygooker. The gobbledygooker. Uh, yeah. Gobbledygooker. Uh, yeah, question nine: How many uh, Survivor Series were held outside the USA? Jamie, two. Karen, could be three. One. Dad. Montreal and Vancouver. Karen is correct. One. Toronto. Go back to Toronto. Toronto. Yes. What about the Montreal screw job? <laughs> Go back uh, to Toronto. They said there's only one Toronto, so I don't know about Montreal. What about the Montreal screw job? That's what I was having Not for fuck's sake. <laughs> I, yeah, I want to say one. So it's just Moran. It's just Montreal. Yeah. <laughs> Go with that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is this quiz? Don't worry, everybody. Survivor Series 2016 from the Air Canada Arena in Toronto as well. So that's another one in 2016. <laughs> you can There's tell loads in Canada. Me. I could tell I was Googling Survivor Series questions that came up. Okay, sorry. Uh, question 10. What <laughs> no one, let's be? just say no one gets a point for that one because um, I, I think there's about three or four times it's been outside of the US. It just says once when I Googled it. Oh, God. <laughs> Should have gone on Wiki and counted it on arenas. People are going to unsubscribe. Yeah. And what's number 10, Joe? Um, that, what American holiday does usually survive a six ball on, on there? Thanksgiving. Darren. Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. And thanks, just so thanks. you know, just so you know, there's only two that have been held out of the US. Well, so I nobody get the point. Gonna put I said two! <laughs> Go on then. Oh, I got please. six points. Um, eight. Yeah, I was, I was six. Oh, but yeah, well, Jamie gets the point. Dan on 15, Jamie on 11, Joe on six, and I'm on five.
Well, thanks very much, um, Joe. I mean, a cu- couple of questions there that God knows what the answers could have been. <laughs> <laughs> For all I know, I could have had 10 out of 10 there and I'll never know. <laughs> but um, we'll see. Daniel, where can everybody find us on the socials? Yeah, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're Grapplecast Show. Feel free to like our stuff, give us comments, give us a follow. But if more importantly, to give us a listen, well, you already found us this time, but if you want to find us again, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts, on your Deezer's. Your, was it the Stitches? Is that one as well? You've got I your, no idea. you've got your Apple podcasts though. You've got your Spotify's, and you can stream as well. But make sure that you do like and make sure you subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for a, a rather intelligent and intellectual show. I feel it was this week, full of true hard quizzing facts as well. <laughs> but until next week, when you join us all for our um, a full gear, baby. Yes, that's you know the it's one. All about the boom. <laughs> and it's on a Saturday this time, so we can and all stay on the evil is mine. The evil is mine. It will be our full gear preview and predictions show, so we look forward to that. Jamie, would you like to sign us up? Yeah, so I guess without further ado, I must bid you goodbye. Ta-ra, guys. Bye. Hold one. Arm drag. Brett screwed Brett. It's me, Austin. I did it for the rock. Oh, shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty. Number four, arm bar. I am Sir Michael.